It is time to bring in Kathy Belsheim. She is the superintendent of Ogilvy Schools. We like to have our get-together the third Friday of every month at 8.15. And Kathy, how are you doing today, dear? I am doing very well, Robin. Thank you for asking. It's very busy around <laughs> our schools um, and with um, MCA testing and all, but, but I am doing well. Thanks for asking. How about yourself with this crazy weather? Well, the weather has definitely been crazy, and nobody cares, but just a little bit of a sinus infection. You know, you're trying to get over something. When you use your voice for a living, it's very aggravating when something comes in and messes with that. So I'm trying to get over the hump of that and I'm hoping for a better, uh, better days ahead, just like with the weather. And Kathy, when you talked about MCA testing, you know, I talked to the other superintendents as well in our area, and I also talked to Brent Nelson over at the high school in Mora. The, he is the principal there. And that's been a lot on the front burner for all the schools right now. You want to just touch on that a little bit in more detail? I sure will. Um, the MCAs are, you know, the, the high-stake, very important test that our students take in the spring of the year. It's a one test, um, one time of year. Um, the MCAs, it stands for Minnesota Comprehensive Assessments, and every um, school in the state has to, um, you know, actually administer, and the kids have to perform those tests. So we have just, we're finishing this morning with our makeup test for any students um, who have been ill this last week for our grades three through six um, math students. So grades three through six just finished their math. This was the very first week of, of the testing. And then we go into the math testing with our secondary next week and then followed by um, reading. Also the elementary has reading next week. And then we always finish up with our science testing and that happens in the, the first week of um, May. So with, during these three weeks, this week, next week, and the first week of May, um, we address those tests, make sure that our kids um, and parents have been communicated with. Um, we have what's called listening lunch with leaders here, and so we were able, the principals um, and I, to have lunch with um, representatives from our from our different grades and um, asking them about um, what they knew about MCAs and um, how they're gearing up in their classrooms and how we can get, you know, basically that, um, you know, everybody getting psyched up and ready to go and to do their their very best on the tests and parents help with making sure that their children get a good night's rest um, to make you know so that their their minds are ready to basically rock and roll on on the tests. Um, we also do believe that our students need to have a hot breakfast on testing days and so the school provides a free breakfast to every student um, um, every day that they're they're testing to give them again that that good start um, to their day and it's so important to understand too again just talking with the various superintendents that this is the benchmark is not to be critical to the child at all it's all about knowing kind of where everything is at so that they can see the schools themselves can see you know this is something we may want to work on or we're knocking it out of the park in this regard and then sharing information and helping each other out am i on the right page there Absolutely. These tests are, are important for the instruction of the, the students. So um, teachers, 
administration, we really do analyze the test results when they come back because we want to know, you know, as full grade levels and as individual students, you know, where where are our students um, excelling with their skills and where does it look like, you know, a whole grade level is maybe just not right on their game in a, a, a specific concept, like maybe measurement in math is something that we need to be focused more on. And so it is, um, it's a, an opportunity for kids to show all their skills and how smart they are, um, for parents to be able to know where their child um, is, you know, as far as um, whether they're meeting the standards or if they're right on that edge, which is called partially meets, um, or if they're in the does not meet, and that means that, you know, when summer school comes and any other learning opportunities like we provide on our Mondays for um, STEAM Academy here at school, um, that to, to make sure that, that their students are signed up and are coming in for that extra, extra um, oomph with it when it mm-hmm. comes to giving um, skills and, and um, helping with that instruction at the areas that um, they need to have some help with. Yeah, it's so important. This MCA, MCA testing, there's more to it than meets the eye, I guess is what I wanted to get to. So I'm glad you're, you're taking care of that uh, this week and the next couple. Let's talk about some of the co- the state competitions going on. And I know that uh, you mentioned to me off the air about honor band and choir. Talk about that first and then we'll get to the rest. Well, every year um, there is an opportunity for area schools to um, to have students show their, their talents in the music area. And so yesterday um, for our region there was the honor band competition, and that was up in Hinckley. And now today we're sending our honor choir students um, to Hinckley as well. And so, um, again, kids, um, they can sign up. Um, for the different ensembles we have um, today, some solos, duets, um, just and some small ensembles. People, you know, being able to show again those talents, and many times they're selected by by their um, by their you know instrumental and vocal teachers. But also, it's where students that have that love for music. They can, um, you know, they can basically volunteer and say, "I really would like to go to this competition," and then they're judged. Um, and it, during those competitions, um, parents can come. Um, the other, um, the other students can be in the room when the the, um, the actual participants are being um, judged um, for the for the competition. So yesterday, I know that we received um, superiors and excellence coming back from our honors band program and looking to highlight those at the spring concert. That's awesome. I love that. I'm, I'm a big supporter of the arts anyway, so that's great. Talk a little bit about, you have some students, I understand, speaking of state competitions, uh, going for speech and also for FFA. Correct. FFA is coming right now this weekend, and so we have eight students that will be leaving on Sunday for competition down in the state are down in the cities, and they are Natalie DeVito, Anna Doctor, Mason Hass, Allie Belsheim, Olivia Nelson, Marissa Berg, Brianna Tony, Nicole Tony, and Ryan Schultz. So those kids are headed down um, for competition. They they will be arriving on Sunday, and then they will be returning back to school on Tuesday. And for the first time ever, we have two actual regional officers in this group of students. And that is 
um, that's a, a very high achievement to have FFA representatives for the whole region coming right from Ogilvy Schools. And they are Natalie DeVito and Brianna Tony. So we're very um, proud of them as well for all of their accomplishments. And another first time ever that, that we, we can ever recall is that did you know that FFA has like a competition for um, FFA band? Hmm, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yes. So we think that's just really cool, too. So we're going to be participating in that and meets competition and some other ones that kind of have slipped my mind. But very proud of these kids that have had a great season and have all earned the right to go to state. Absolutely. And the speech as well. You have four students going for speech, I understand. Yes, and that's next week. So we've got FFA um, winding up their season this coming weekend, and then the following is speech. And we have um, the four students that are going representing speech are Noah Bitts, Lainey Dixon, Emily Marshall, and Cole Hurgis. And we're very, again, very pleased to have them uh, representing our school district. We also, I also would like to mention um, Abigail Bartel, Bartel because she also um, she placed, state, uh, placed eighth at the um, regionals, and so she would have been the next one to be able to go. Um, you know, and the reason I, I um, appreciate you allowing me to share these names on public radio is that, you know, if people know these kids, if they're, um, you know, neighbors, friends, if they're relatives, please do make sure and uh, recognize their efforts and congratulate them on doing just fantastic things at school and with their extracurriculars as well. Absolutely, and we're glad that you can share those as well. And I'll tell you, spring sports have been a bit of a push. Uh, everybody's struggling a bit. I know there's been some track and field, but the, the conditions have not been great to get out and play softball and baseball. Although I will say, I have played on the softball fields in Ogilvy many moons ago when I played softball, and they do seem to drain quicker than some other soils. So hopefully we'll be able to get out and get some sports going there. I hope so, too, but it doesn't look like the near future. Yeah, it's not good. uh, No, uh, we did. We were able to um, have our track went over to Foley for a competition a couple weeks ago. Um, That was their first, and I believe the only one so far. And then we also um, sent softball up to Isle this past week. And again, the the conditions are just um, so, so poor um, and... We just we hope, as our our AD um, has shared with me, um, we're going to have a lot of makeup games, and it <laughs> sounds like um, they're really planning on most competitions will be double headers and have shorter number of of um, innings just to try to get all of their games in this spring. So we have to just wait to see what happens with the weather and that whole crazy schedule. Yep, they'll just have to be creative, but they'll make it happen. We've had other years like this. I know they'll get as many games in as they possibly can. Kathy, talk about where the referendum projects are right now. Well, this is a great segue from sports because, of course, with our referendum projects, um, our track to be completely rebuilt um, is one of those projects. And um, our track at this point, uh, we use it for practice, but um, we are not able to to host um, 
track meets here at our school, and we won't be able to next spring either. So the track is um, is the project that's going to be waiting until the summer of 2024 to actually go into um, the, the whole renovation of it. They are, however, going to be starting all of the... Um, all of the drainage issues that we have on our property, that's going to be um, going to be handled or started this spring, this summer. And that's going to be, um, again, the, the excavation of the, the land and um, trying to regrade it so that um, drainage is better so that our fields can be played on sooner <laughs> in, right. the, in the year. So that's, um, that's coming. Um, our pool, Robin, our pool is completely done at this point. Wow. And man, oh man, it is spectacular. Um, we have, we just opened, reopened on Sunday, this past Sunday, and it looks beautiful. The whole liner has been completely replaced. Um, the deck all around the pool has been um, newly finished. Um, the new scoreboard was just um, put up, I believe it was Wednesday, I was down in the pool area watching them take one scoreboard down and put another one up. And so um, it's pretty exciting here to have that that pool um, looking just as beautiful, and we know that it's very safe, and that um, we have new gutters put into our gutter system too, um, which we haven't had um, prior. And so um, again, it was always safe, but this just gives it even a, a, a better finish and um, easier on the ankles in case kids, you know, are are using the gutter when they're coming out of the pool. Absolutely. So that is done. Um, our new entrances, safety entrances, are slated for this summer, and that means both entrances, elementary and high school, um, are going to be renovated. Um, it's going to be with with um, another like set of doors or a different walkway, so that people, as they're coming into the building, have to be funneled through the the offices. They would not be able to go um, out to the other parts of the building, except when it comes to public events, then of course the main doors would be open and people would be coming in for those events. But during a regular school day, um, it would be very, um, very secure and um, again, funneling through the offices, um, you know, the buzzer systems to unlock doors for people to be able to have access to other areas. So um, we're very pleased with the with the design that um, that our architects have come up with. And besides that, then also is our media center. Our media center basically hasn't been touched for the last 32 years of the building, and so really looking at bringing that up to um, you know to this 21st century with um, with all the new impacts of technology and design furniture and um, just the arrangement of the whole media center. So again, you can tell we're pretty excited about <laughs> all of this, this new um, renovation um, that has been made possible by our taxpayers through the, the bond referendum. And again, just to always, always make sure that um, our our community is thanked and, and for their support in making this happen for our schools. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I look forward to you sharing all those updates as they come along as well. And while we have just a minute left here, Kathy, talk about the retirement tea that's going to be coming up in May. We have traditionally had a retirement tea for all of our employees um, in, in May and on a Wednesday. But when COVID hit, everything in our 
kind of world changed. And so we have not had a retirement PT since 2019. Uh So we are honoring four-plus years of retirees in our district with a gala event that is going to happen on May 17, 2023, and it always starts with a public invitation for people to come in and have have a, a treat on us and visit with people and honor these very dedicated, wonderful people. And there will be much more to come on that. Um, I'll be able to share with you again next month um, the finishing touch. Well, no, will, it, will I It'll have be a after chance the fact. next month? It'll, I was just checking the calendar while you were talking, and our next chat will be on the 19th. So if you want to, Kathy, just send me that information. At least that way I'll be able to share on the air those details. I'll share it prior as soon as I get it. Absolutely. And so please be looking for that flyer and um, or call the school. It will be on, and I believe it's already on our website, and we're using um, QR codes for reservations, or you can certainly call 320-272-5000 and get all the information about it. Awesome. Kathy, you always do such a great job getting us all caught up in everything that's happening. I know it's been a crazy busy time, so I always appreciate your time. And we'll catch up, it looks like, as I check the calendar on the 19th of May. Sounds wonderful, Robin. And hopefully then we'll have some sun shining through (laughs) um, the windows while we're having our conversation. We are due. Absolutely. Take her easy, my dear.